This is The Playbook. Forgiveness will heal everything. It will put everything from dis-ease to ease. And the first step is to separate, did this person intend to harm me? And if they didn't, then forgiveness is easy. Forgiveness is easy. We can forgive ourselves for doing the same thing when we cut somebody else off or we unintentionally harm or interfere with someone else and their perception of that. And if we forgive ourselves, it's so easy to forgive others for the unintentional harm that we cause, interference and dis-ease that we cause unintentionally. The second step then is to identify not only unintentional, but intentional harm, intentional disease. And uh, that one takes uh, a lot more work when we have people who are intentionally creating dis-ease in our lives. And they may be creating dis-ease with good intention, but they're causing disease nonetheless. And so the second analysis beyond the intentionality of disease that others have caused us or we have caused ourselves is determining is the intent to create disease for a positive or a negative uh, outcome. And Here we have now the three categories in order to operate strategies to put ourselves at ease or at peace, because that's the ultimate healing, right? It doesn't matter what's occurring outside of us. If we can put ourselves at ease, we can put others at ease as well. We can forgive ourselves. We can forgive others as well. And so, uh, you know, to take care of 90% of the disease, we first look at the intentionality. And if someone is unintentionally creating disease or harm, it should be easy to forgive ourselves because we do that every single day. And a lot of times we may not even know know it, like in the circumstance of cutting someone off, unless they drive up next to us and flip us off. We sometimes have no, or honk their horn or scream at us. We have no idea what we've done. And we are not intentionally doing that most of the time, if not all. Uh, And so when we can already take care with the first strategy of intentionality of putting ourselves at ease, which is the ultimate objective of forgiveness, the ultimate healer, forgiveness will forgive others for anything they do unintentionally because we are forgiving ourselves for the exact same thing of being human and unintentionally creating disease. Secondarily, the strategy for intentional disease. And let's take the first scenario, which we were just talking about on the previous show, when somebody intentionally creates disease for a positive outcome. Uh, Marshall Thurber wrote a book called Social Deviance, and he talks about a process called perturbation, uh, to perturb a situation, create disease in order to effectuate a positive result or an acceleration in a trajectory towards what somebody wants or better. 
and understanding uh, the good intentions uh, to create disease uh, also is easier to forgive uh, and forgive ourselves and create ease once again in that situation uh, by looking at the good intent, even though someone puts us intentionally in disease. So we have unintentional and good intentions. And then finally, the third category, which is by far the most difficult of all categories, those who intentionally create dis-ease in our lives purposely for a negative outcome. And luckily, this category is very small, but it does occur. It does occur. And so I've created different methodologies and I will be happy to send these out uh, as Nick has suggested. I always like to include my book. If you haven't had that, I will sign that, send it to you, pay for shipping uh, and the book, both of those. So, but I wanna get it in your hands, uh, but I also will send these exercises to you. All you gotta do is reach out. Two best ways is to email me, david at dmeltzer.com or uh, go ahead and just at David Meltzer in any of the places, but reach out to me. So the first mechanism of forgiveness, of forgiving ourselves so we can forgive others, is a process called cancel, clear, and connect. Uh, and so what we want to do, uh, step number one is identify the intentionality of disease, of harm, and put it and utilize whether it's unintentional, intentional good intentions or intentional bad intentions. The first thing we do after identifying the intention is to cancel, cancel the disease, the negative thought about it. And what we can do is start to train our conscious to not allow negative thoughts to perpetrate our system, our conscious system. If we continually dwell on the person kissing, <laughs> kissing us, that's nice, but uh, um, <laughs> uh, cutting us off, it eventually will become a problem when we go to bed and when we wake up. I used to tell a lot of my employees, look, if I'm thinking about you when I go to bed and when I wake up in a negative way, we have a real big problem because it takes a consistent amount of input, my attention and intention in order to facilitate getting into my subconscious where 40,000 thoughts are hosted every day, creating neural pathways, efficiencies, effectiveness, and statistical success towards that thought or action or word or belief or feeling. And I don't want any negativity. I don't want any dis-ease. And so for me, I stop these thoughts, feelings, and beliefs, and words, and even actions immediately at its inception. So whatever, whether it's unintentional, intentional with good purpose, or intentional with bad, I try to cancel it. And I use forgiveness as I say cancel, forgive myself, and forgive others for unintentionally, intentionally with good purpose, or intentionally with bad person. I forgive them and I forgive myself. 
for any participation I'm having in a perception that creates dis-ease, interference between me and where I want to be, or better. Now, sometimes we have actions, words, thoughts, beliefs, and feelings that we can't cancel. And they've reached the 40,000 of the same thoughts that are hosted in our subconscious. They may have even created neural pathways that have created a natural reaction every time this happens, it triggers my subconscious behaviors that are negative. Once again, that forgiveness will heal this, but we have to practice clearing with forgiveness the thought that is hosted in our intermediate memory in our subconscious and change the neural pathway to a positive one through forgiveness, a one that exists at ease not at dis-ease. And so what we want to do, if we start thinking of things and we can't cancel them, they keep on coming back up as actions, words, and thoughts, and beliefs, and feelings, right? I used to sit in bed and, oh, let it go, let it go. And uh, that never worked. And, And I'll talk about utilizing that strategy next after we get through Cancel, Clear, and Connect. But clearing our subconscious negativity that exists in the intermediate memory, 40,000 of the same thoughts, we want to clear it. And so when we have a dis-ease at inception, we've identified its intentionality, we try to cancel it. If it keeps on coming up, we then tell ourselves out loud or internally, clear. Clear with forgiveness, clear I forgive, I forgive, I am forgiveness, allowing us to clear that neural pathway. Now, that should take care of the majority of disease and forgiveness being the healing agent, but there is trauma that occurs in our life. Things that we might have even blacked out or even worse, things we're not conscious of or subconscious of, they exist in our quantum memory. They exist in our genetic inheritance or our energetic inheritance. Genetic inheritance usually can be identified by looking four generations before ourselves at our great-grandparents, grandparents, and parents. And energetic inheritance is much more difficult, especially if you believe like I do in multiple lifetimes and uh, you know you could have carried this down for millions of lifetimes. It could just be programmed into your DNA, your code into your hard drive. And so no matter what we do to cancel the soft drive, the cellular drive, the input, the daily receptors of these uh, thoughts, words, beliefs, feelings, or the subconscious, the intermediate hard drive of these 40,000 of the same reinforcing neural pathways uh, that exist, we actually have some things that it takes much more time than canceling or clearing for forgiveness to put our energetic or genetic inheritance at ease. Breaking the chain, as they talk about, with addictions and negative thoughts and words and feelings, behavior, depression, anxiety, things that people live below the line feeling helpless and hopeless because they don't know that between gratitude and forgiveness, finding the light, the love, and the lessons, and utilizing forgiveness to heal the disease that they are in control, completely accountable, 
responsible and attracting and participating in the proper per perceptions that lead us to where we want to be or better, not to creating void shortages and obstacles and resistance, not to going over, under, and through or around, not lying, cheating, manipulating, stealing, denying the truth, our potential. And so when we have this genetic and energetic inheritance, uh, I was abused as a nine-year-old and it took me years, years to forgive and heal and put myself at a quantum ease. It took me years. And what I'm gonna talk about now is the process of what I call connecting. Canceling is very obvious, right? I do say, think, feel, or believe something that is not in the trajectory of where I wanna be, I just cancel it. You call me a bad name, I say a bad word, I do a bad thing, I cut someone off, they cut me off, cancel. If I'm worried about it at night and in the morning, I clear my mind, may take a little bit longer, but eventually it clears out of my neural pathways, out of my mid-range uh, memory. But these issues that are quantum, man, they can take years and even lifetimes. But even if it would take lifetimes to shift our energy, to break the chain, we can at least make progress in the linear time frame that we live in here, the man-made construct of time. And so what we do, and I, I will... Uh, I have a client of mine that was assaulted, uh, assaulted for two hours in a shower. Those are the types of uh, quantum energetic things. And this wasn't the first time uh, that she had been assaulted. And, you know, to heal this, we have to have an extreme perspective of gratitude to find the light, the love and the lessons and even the most intentional, negative, harmful situations. But we also have to figure out how to heal through forgiveness, these devastating traumatic incidences that occur almost for everyone as human beings. Something has occurred in this lifetime or past lifetimes in order to carry a quantum interference, dis-ease that is interfering with your potential. And so I created this mechanism called Connect. And once again, I will send the Cancel Clear Connect exercise to everyone. So uh, if you just want to listen now, I can send you how to do this. Connect, uh, and, and let's take my, my circumstance, assaulted as a nine-year-old. I picture in my mind the perpetrator of that assault. And in my mind's eye with my eyes closed, and I usually don't do this around anyone because they may have me committed or think I'm insane or make fun of me or, or nonetheless, whatever it may be. It is something that I do and by the way, right? What other people think is none of my business. I never thought when I started this practice years and years ago that I would publicly tell people I do this, but it works so well. I have to share it for those people who want to try it. It doesn't cost anything. It doesn't harm anyone. As long as you're by yourself, you won't embarrass yourself. So you got nothing to lose. And it certainly has worked for me and thousands of other people that I've helped with this. But picture the perpetrator of an intentional harm. Whatever it may be, it could be a person, place, thing, or circumstance, past life, event, or something that bugs you. But for me, being assaulted as a nine-year-old, I look for the light, the love, and the lessons using gratitude 
in my mind's eye. So I find some light and I picture that light, right? Maybe the person uh, was a, a really nice coach or uh, a, a, an amazing relative to your family or supportive financial, some positive aspect. You know, no one's as good or as bad as you think they are, even if they perpetrate intentional harm or disease. And so I picture that person and I find a light and then I cover that person with that light in my mind's eye. Then I picture what I love the most, my children, my wife, Bananas Fosters at Brennan's in New Orleans, whatever it may be. I picture something that for me resonates with pure love, pure light. And it's so easy to picture, you know, that Bananas Fosters just covered in that unbelievable high frequency, truth, light, and love. And then I take the two lights and I merge them together in my mind's eye. And so now I have one big ball of positivity, one big ball of love and light. And I take that light and I hold it over myself until I feel a shift in my energy. I hold it there until I feel a physical change in the way that I feel, believe, and think, which will impact the way I act and talk as well. And I do this every single day. And over the years, the greatest intentional harms that have been perpetrated in my life and perceived, and I participated in that perception in this life and many others, I am able to dissipate the negativity, the harm, the disease in that situation. I actually am able to shift quantumly my energy, affecting my genetics, which then will be carried on energetically and genetically to my children and their children and my grandchildren, etc. When we're talking about breaking our chain, this is how we do it. Don't perpetrate on yourself by not canceling out what people do say, think, believe, and feel that create disease either unintentionally, intentionally with good intentions or intentionally with bad intention, just cancel it. And for those few things that enter into the 40,000 thoughts that you don't want there that are creating neural pathways to create automatic triggers for you of negative behaviors to create more disease, clear them. And if you can't clear them, then they must be quantum in your nature. And they needed to be shifted through a daily practice of connecting, finding the light, the love, and the lessons in the perpetrator of that dis-ease or harm, finding the light, love, and lessons in the pure love that you have, and covering yourself with a higher frequency of light and love until you feel a quantum shift, a energetic and genetic shift to a higher awareness or self. If you utilize Cancel Clear Connect after identifying the disease and the intentionality of the disease, either unintentional, intentional with positive or intentional with negative, cancel, clear, connect will elevate your frequency, your vibration, your awareness so that you live at ease. Knowing what you 
in your source of faith, religious, philosophical, theoretical, spiritual faith that you have something omniscient and all powerful, allowing it to share with you its omniscient, all powerful energy. And if you're at ease, you will be able to receive more of that. And the more that we identify what's interfering consciously, subconsciously and unconsciously, the more power we'll have. We will liberate our light. And not only to shine on other people, but allowing them the freedom of liberating themselves as well. Utilize Cancel Clear Connect in forgiving ourselves so we can give it to others. One of the other things that I mentioned previously is to understand throughout this process of canceling, clearing, and connecting that we cannot outlogic our emotion. And this is one of the more difficult things that people try to do. Uh, and I mentioned before, I used to tell myself when I was upset, when someone uh, harmed me or created dis-ease, whether it was intentional, unintentional, good or unintentional, I mean, intentional bad, I would tell myself as I got physically upset, beyond emotionally upset, let it go. Or if I was worried about a test, I would try to outlogic it and talk to myself with logic. But we can't. Logic is not emotion. And it will only perpetrate and continually to propel and allow the triggers to exist if we think we can outanalyze or logic emotions, energy, emotion. We need to shift our energy in order to shift our emotions, our energy, emotion. We can use logic in order to effectuate things like cancel, clear, and connect, but it is the energetic shift that allows us to take a negative emotion as a trigger to do something positive or productive. We utilize gratitude and forgiveness as our tools instead of logic. You see, instead of trying to rationalize why someone did something unintentionally, intentionally with good purpose or intentionally with bad purpose, we simply want to find the light, the love, and the lesson in the perpetration. We want to find the light, the love, and the lesson through gratitude and then utilize empathy, forgiveness, in order to heal the dis-ease that has occurred. And so making sure that we understand that we can't out-logic our emotions secondarily is a great strategy to know where we want to be or where we want to go or better. Next, we want to utilize the disease as we heal it. Notate that disease pain is an indicator that we have a better place to be in a better position to be in. It's an indicator that we have a lesson to learn. And so when someone, which is most of the time, unintentionally creates disease, we are blessed with, if we are capable with gratitude and forgiveness, to move to a better place in a better position. We can be grateful and forgiving of this indication 
and be able to improve upon the position that we are because of unintentional, intentional with good purpose and unintentional with bad purpose. And this allows us, because of the ease, to create more than in our lives, allowing us to live in a value add, not a zero sum game. So if we can remember that all of these mistakes, unintentional, intentional with good purpose, intentional with bad purpose that occur to us, all of these pains, if our purpose is a higher purpose, we're able to be promoted and protected, notating that these are just indicators. And therefore, if we forgive ourselves and are capable of forgiving others and putting ourselves from the state of dis-ease that was created into a state of ease, that we are now allowing the omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing source that loves us more than our mom to exist within ourselves. And being able to utilize the one-two punch of gratitude and forgiveness in order to effectuate more ease, more light, more love, and more lessons becomes obvious of the promotion and protection that is occurring in our life daily. And so these steps and understanding the strategies for forgiving ourselves through gratitude and empathy and understanding the identification of the intentionality of the mistakes, of the harm, of the disease, and then utilizing these mechanisms in order to facilitate more ease in our lives. I want to make one caveat when it comes to dis-ease, uh, especially uh, when we look at genetic and energetic inheritances that occurs from trauma, uh, from uh, anatomical and biochemical problems that exist, addictions, uh, you know, our own mental state, things that have been labeled like PTSD uh, or CTE, anxiety, depression, uh, things that people uh, are utilizing prescriptions and medications for. These are great tools and mechanisms, but if you need help beyond this, then seek professional help. Seek professional help. I'm not a professional. I am just a person who deals with everyday pain, some significant financial pain. And uh, I, for my own uh, trauma that I've suffered, I seek a professional, a therapist, and and they help me. Uh, but I use these mechanisms and modalities every day combined with professional help. And so if anyone out there uh, needs it, ask for help from someone who sits in a situation that you want to be in a professional.